Welcome to the Tuto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugged and uprooted and left the heartland of the United States for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It is a total adventure, and we are so happy to have you along with us. Today is Monday, August 11th, 2014. Thanks for downloading the podcast. I am your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my beautiful wife and Foxy co-co-host, Gina. Say good morning, Gina. Good morning. How are you, princess? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. It's a, it's going to be another great day in La Marque. Yes. It's right? already beautiful. We've had a, We've been here for five weeks now. I think tomorrow will be... Five weeks on the nose, mm-hmm. so just over a month. And the when we first got here, it felt it felt like summer. And then we had lots of rain, yeah, and even cold, like putting on fuzzies yes. kind of weather. Correct. But the last three or four days um, have been absolutely spectacular summer-like weather, right? Yes. Around thirty degrees centigrade or Celsius, which I guess is around something like eighty mm-hmm. in uh, Mark and uh, temperatures, units, and it's been um, warm. Who says Merkin? Merkin. <laughs> Merkin. No one says that. Merka. <laughs> God bless Merka. Uh, it's just been spectacular the last few days, right? Yeah. And we spent every one of them on the beach. No, we didn't. Oh, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> We've been busy with all kinds of chores and everything else, but it's nice to have the, it's nice to have real weather, and it's certainly certainly really important for the grapes, not, mm-hmm. not just for us, but for the people who are really depending on those crops. So yeah. um, so we're thankful for that. And it's, it looks like it's just going to be another great day. Maybe we'll yes. get down to the sea with the dogs, tromp around a little bit, maybe into, into the vineyard today if we can swing in. So okay. that's not good. Okay, so what are we going to talk about on this episode? I don't do you know. You talk? tell me. Okay, so we had some friends visit. Yes. We had some friends visit, so let's talk about that. We'll talk about the process for applying for our Pemessi de Sojourno, our uh-huh. residency permits. Um, maybe say a little bit about all of our stuff arriving from the U.S. That yep. happened, when did that happen? Thursday. Last Last week, late last week. Mm-hmm. And then the purchase and acquisition of our Subaru mm-hmm. Forester. Let's talk a little bit about that. We got through that, thankfully, with the help of a very, very good friend, so we'll that should be enough, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's okay, good. Okay, let's do it. Love? Yes. We arrived on the 8th, I think. That's and, correct. And about two weeks later, we had a couple of sets of friends arrive. Yes. And uh, so let's talk about that. Oh, it, was well, kind it, was, of a, it was kind of a lot of fun, right? It was great. It was really nice to... Um... Are we keeping you up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just got up. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to, uh, to have them here. I mean, Jenny and Tom arrived first, right? And, yep. And um, I think they arrived on a Thursday and they left on... Tuesday morning. They, they arrived in a downpour. Yes. On, came, a, on yes. a train from Bologna. Yes. They made their way from Paris, I think, um, that day. Yeah. And they're they're good travelers, right? Super. So they, they showed up with just a couple of bags and 
There, and no expectations. No, not one. I mean, you repeatedly kept saying, we should do this, we should do that, we should do this. And I think they just wanted to hang out. Yeah, well, Jenny had just been on a month-long um, course. Yeah, right. course uh, looking looking at these country houses in England. And it was it was eight eight a.m. to ten p.m. Yes. something like that. Yes. So they were really long days. And it Tom has. just reopened his restaurant, and it's been going gangbusters. Mm-hmm. So and he wasn't getting much sleep. So they just came and chillaxed. They slept. They took a nap every day. Some gelato. We made some pizza. Uh, we made it down to the beach. And he, you know, he's he's. They're both quite the yes. quite the cooks. So they helped out with the cooking and and. So we had a great time. It was great. It was, I mean, I think what was so nice for me is that we had them, I, I mean, it's not that we had them to ourselves, of course, because our other friends were here, but oftentimes when we're with Tom and Jenny, they're busy, right? Tom's at the restaurant and we're sitting there eating or, and so this was a time where we could just really get to know them and they're, they're, they're great. Spectacular. They're just Great. And then on Friday, we had uh, a co-worker of yours yeah. from Wash U yeah. and her sister-in-law, uh, quite the pair, <laughs> um, arrive. And they were the first, I would say they were sort of like the beta test or the 1.0 test of our instructions on how to get here by car. And we failed. And they were, that was not a complete success, <laughs> unfortunately. My directions were incomplete. And so they got a nice little inadvertent road tour of uh, southern Lamarque, I would, I, I, I'd say. But it was good because now we know how to fix the directions. So they, thank you for Teresa, you know, willingness to drive around and yeah. try to figure it out. They arrived and injected a lot of fun into the party, yes. I would say. Um, also very easygoing, very low maintenance. Very easygoing. Um, and uh, they had already been traveling for a little while and had a fair amount to go right yeah. after they yeah, after they, were they left. Go back to Rome and then go and then fly down south to Lecce and then go back to Rome and so. Um, so we had kind of a full house. Well, not really a full house. I we could probably tolerate not tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have the capability to take one more person. I would say right on the couch if they needed to, yeah. or maybe down even down in the basement yeah. on that little bed. So we could probably take a couple more people, but they'd have to be like college kid kind of. You know, bunk it up, right? Stuff, but it was nice. We had it was you know the house was full of uh, full of people, and everybody was easygoing. No food issues. Um, we made uh, we made pizza. We grilled a lot of fish. Yeah, it was. Um, everybody helped out. You guys yeah. sang karaoke. Oh, we did do karaoke. Oh my gosh, we did a couple of nights of karaoke. Yeah. That was great. Very enthusiastic, um, and and a lot of fun. I mean, it was just a lot of fun. Tom made. Uh, Negronis a couple of times, I think. Yep. And um, my favorite drink. Yep. It was good. It was good eating. It was easy living, and um, the weather was so-so. I would say. Oh yeah, the weather wasn't great. We had a fair amount of rain when they were here. Yeah, and so that, that's that was kind of a bummer. But they were good sports about it. I mean, yeah, I would say the we worst had a downpour when we were in town. Yeah, I'd say the worst part about the weather is not being able to tromp around in the vineyard. And in the orchard, mm-hmm. I would say. Well, I don't know. There's probably all kinds of other bad things that happen. But once it rains here, you have to give it a couple of days and no rain t- for the um, for the soil to be dry enough to really maneuver because yeah. it's so steep. Otherwise, you'll end up sliding down on your butt with a lot of mud attached. So, at any rate, that that part that part was suboptimal, but um, 
That's not it's... that's not debris. That's a tractor down there, love. Oh yeah, you're right. We're sitting outside looking at our, our the view. Yeah, he's trying to clean that up. And you thought way across from us there was debris, but that's actually a tractor. <laughs> Could be a little bit of both, depending. Yeah, he's trying to clean that up. Okay, yeah. so that's it. We had our friends visit successfully. Yes, we're looking, and we're yes. looking forward to the next round in the fall. Yes, another uh, uh, a, uh, husband and wife, friends of ours from yes, Washu. Yes, Andrew. That's going to be loads of fun. And then hopefully uh, a couple of work uh, buddies of mine. The guy who hired me at Express Scripts and the guy I worked for for 13 years at Express Scripts. Hopefully they'll come in um, around Thanksgiving time too. So there you go. Mission accomplished. So, two weeks ago? Yeah. Was it two weeks that? No, it was probably. Yeah, I guess it was two. Uh, who? I guess the eleventh or something. I don't. I don't remember. Have it you prepared matter. for this podcast at all? <laughs> we uh, we met with um, Andrea, our attorney, who came down from Milan to help us with the uh, residency ah, permit. Ah, the residency permit. Yes. And so that was another another experience with the bureaucracy that is probably not that unusual. But no one really knows what to do, and so there's a lot of back and forth, right? I would say that's correct. So we met with Andrea at the Questura Mm -hmm. in Ascoli Piceno, which is the capital of our province. Mm -hmm. And um, there was some confusion about which Questura or where the Questura was. It had moved from more, I think, more central, you know, sort of historical centro section to the outskirts of Ascoli. So we had a little... But again, tri- I think again, sorry, I just interrupted. It made it sound like it had just recently moved. I think it had been at that location for a long time. I agree. And they hadn't so. been they, they hadn't been there. The attorney and the, uh, the two attorneys yeah. hadn't been there a while. So they had a uh, late breaking, like we need to... We're going to this location. So we went and looked at Google Maps and we had a hard time finding it because the address didn't quite match what Google thought it was, which is okay. And we found... We found it. We got there on time. Um, and essentially, the woman at the Questura said, oh, you don't need to come. You need to go to the uh, Prefettura, which was up the road a piece. Uh-huh. So we went to the Prefettura and met a very lovely person there. And she said, uh, have we told this story before? No, I don't okay. think so. Um, she said, uh, you know, it's very nice to meet you. She's very excited about Ripa Transoni. She knows some wines around here. Uh, but you really don't need to be here. You need to go back to the Questura. Also mentioned Dwight, the other American here. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> She's very high on a lot of the wines around here. And um, uh, and then so we went back to the Questura and eventually decided that what we really needed to do was go to the post office and get a kit, mm-hmm. a kit, which was the application. So we got two kits. Uh, those um, hadn't been filled out. We could have gotten them, you know, in advance, I suppose. Yes. They're just there for the asking. Uh, we went to Mariela's office, one of our attorneys, uh, the woman who's been helping us some with the uh, the um, the visas and things like that, yeah. right? And uh, filled out the forms. We didn't. Uh, Andrea, Andrea did. filled out. <laughs> uh, Andrea filled out the forms. We took the forms. Uh, no, then we stopped by a tobacco shop to get the stamps, the boletti yep. that we need, yep. which is a, an act, a way to pay a fee. 
then we went back to the post office and submitted them. And it took a little bit of time, but basically what we got was a receipt for our application and an appointment at the San Benedetto del Toronto police station. For 9.12 and 9.20. 9.12 a.m. and 9.24. a.m. Right. Exactly, on the 29th. Because we had two different applications. Right. And each of us needs a permit to stay. Mm-hmm. So fast forward then the end of July. Yep. Uh, uh, Andrea comes again from Milano, mm-hmm. and um, we meet at San Benedetto. We meet at San Benedetto, uh, eight thirty. Uh, yeah, eight thirty, just to make sure we're there. And the that portion, the immigration portion of the police station, does not open until ten, even though we had appointments <laughs> at nine twelve and nine twenty four. Uh, and it's clear that the the process does not involve any kind of. Uh, sort of punctual appointments. It's sort of first come, no, first serve. It's an Italian Italian queue. It's an Italian queue. And so exactly. That's a but that's a nicer way to say it. Andrea, um, it like whoever whoever is in charge of the queue behind the glass. Everybody's behind glass. At this makes note of when people are coming in and people who are coming in are kind of figuring out who they're behind. So it it kind of goes in order, but. I don't know. There are people people who jump in and cut in sometimes. You mean it's, it's so it's first come first serve, <laughs> kind of like what I <laughs> yeah, said. Yeah, I guess so. The jumping in is very. I, I noticed this. There's actually a, a sort of the exception. So you ask for permission to jump in if you're getting information only. Oh. If you have a point of information, a question, then it's okay. um, it's it, allowed that you can ask. I, you can say, I have just a question. It's an informational question. And usually the person will answer the question. Well, but as we have, as I've commented, they they just talk a lot. I mean, a simple question, which I think is a yes, no, and maybe another sentence response goes on for five minutes. Yeah. So you're retired. <laughs> just take a, just relax. Take a chill pill. Okay. <laughs> and what's this they business? <laughs> Them people. <laughs> Any rate, so we have we got the when uh, we got when we got there, we didn't quite have everything we needed. We needed three photographs, and we needed copies of the color copies of the passports, or just copies of the passports. And then we also needed a visura, which we didn't have, and so we had to go back the next day. All of that stuff got is taken care of. Our application is now in. Wait, wait, wait! Talk about the fingerprinting. Oh, that's right. Shoot, sorry. We went to the police station and we did two sets of fingerprints: one well, downstairs we, the, and one upstairs. Place. We got our photos done at that yep. that weird place down the street, and then came back and we had our fingerprints taken on the first floor yep. behind the glass. You know, same setup, um, and then we had to wait, and then we went upstairs one at a time. One at a time. You went first. Yeah, and I, I was my, sitting downstairs with Andrea, right. petrified because right. you were up there for 15, 20 minutes. Twenty minutes, and it's just supposed to be fingerprint. They're really just asking the fingerprints. They ask you how tall you are, and right. you know, hair color, eye color, that sort of stuff. It's just to enter you into the police database, I believe. Exactly. And I was but just twenty chit- minutes was a long time. Well, I was chit chatting with the guys, kind of talking him up, and we were talking. He had an ex wife, and talking about where he lived and where we live, and growing grapes, and trying. I'm struggling through my Italian. He's struggling through English, and so I was having a great time. I came down, and you were as white as a sheet. Yes, you were worried, and I said, "It's no, that's not, just just fingerprinting, a couple questions, nothing else." And I went up. 
And I was done in what? Snip snap. Like snip, three snap. minutes. Exactly. <laughs> because he didn't want to chat with no me. No chit chatting. You know, I am a woman in this country. I'm not interesting. I so. don't think he'd had great luck with women. I mean, I don't mean he was, I'm sure he has had been with on a lot of dates with a lot of women. That's not what I mean. But he had an ex-wife, and I think oh. it was expensive. And so I, I think he just uh, steers clear of that kind of stuff. At any rate, that's, that's the deal. The bottom line of all this stuff <laughs> is we got a slip of paper, which I forgot about, when we got our visa in the consulate, the Italian consulate in Chicago. Yes, and, and, it and said, she kept saying, hold on to this, hold on to this, this, hold on to this. It said very clearly, go to the post office, get a kit, fill it out. Go back to the post office and submit it, and you'll get your application. So all the ping-ponging stuff at the Questura, Prefetura, Questura, we could have we could have gotten around all that stuff if we had followed the instructions. Now, I must say that following the instructions is a 50-50 proposition True. here. So we wouldn't have True. known to follow the instructions. But if we hadn't, we sort of outsmarted ourselves with the, mm-hmm. with the lawyers on that one, I mm-hmm. think. At any rate, that part's done, uh, and uh, we now we wait. Uh, allegedly two months. Uh, everything shut down in August, so I'm not sure that really counts as one of the months. And uh, our good friend Pietro told me the other day, he said, oh, uh, you know, don't get your hopes up. Just It's good to be optimistic, but I've helped a lot of people with their permessi, and often the permessi, the permesso arrives expired. <laughs> So that's the that's the story about the permission. We have our little receipts now, we have which, our receipts, which, which are really- allegedly <laughs> as good as the uh, permesso itself. Sweet baby Gina. Yes. Guess what happened last week? You don't have to guess. You just remember. The container from yes. the United States, from yes. from St. Louis to, I think, New York, mm-hmm. New York to Genoa, uh-huh. Genoa on another big rig, yep. came to, not quite to Ripa Trenzoni, <laughs> because they couldn't get the, they couldn't get that big tractor trailer thing up here. So they stopped at a little town down at the bottom of the hill and started shuffling the stuff up the hill to the farm. It's actually the outskirts of Ripa. But that doesn't matter. It, oh, you're right. It is on the very yeah. outskirts, the very, very outskirts yeah. of Ripa. I think yeah. it's outside the town limit. But yes. but you're right. It's at the but it, kind of at the bottom of the hill. Yes. And uh, three very nice guys plus the truck driver uh, shuttled all the stuff. They had um, it was very formal. There was a seal on the outside of the container, which they had me read the numbers on the on the seal and on the paperwork, so they knew it was our stuff. They um, struggle to break the seal off. The truck driver who's done this many times just got a big hammer and just oh. hammered at the thing until it came off. Opened it up. There was my hoopty, my 1974 yeah. Toyota Land Cruiser. And um, we rolled that thing down, got it all started up. No problem. Snip, snap. Drove it up the hill. Parked it. And then they started. They did two small truckloads of, of our stuff. Yeah. And it's all here. It was um, another fantastic moving experience. Yeah, right? I agree. I mean, everything with transporting... The animals and our stuff has been spectacular. Those guys were so good. Yep. Um, I was really worried about walls being banged up, and and they're not big. I mean, you know, typical skinny Italian guys, and they were really strong and very considerate and super um, nice. Super nice, and it was it was perfect. And what two things were broken? A, a martini glass 
A martini glass and, and a lampshade. And a lampshade got crushed, but everything else was in great shape. And yeah. so it's actually really nice to have our stuff. You repeatedly said we brought too much stuff. And I think I think there's a handful of things that that we got rid of, but it wasn't I hope it's not as bad as you thought it was. It's not. It's not. Okay. Um, I was wrong about that. Uh, we brought a lot of stuff, and we could probably get by with a lot less stuff. But we're now getting the storage uh, stuff figured out, uh-huh. and I think it's going to be okay. And if we have too much stuff, we can shed some of it. They, you know, we got we got rid of a bed, uh, gave yeah. that to one of the, to the, the movers, um, some dishes that we yeah. had that were extra. We had some stuff that we were just I mean, sort of— we got rid of a bed because we're transitioning that extra bedroom into a— into yeah, an to an office. office. For you, yeah, we so. had some. We had stuff that we knew that we were going to hang on to, sort of temporarily. Yeah. Um, uh, some dishware from IKEA and stuff yeah. like that, and they were very grateful um, for all that for all that stuff. So it was great. They were super friendly. I took them to took them up to town to buy them some lunch, and they stayed as long as um, we needed them, and were yeah, happy to move stuff around. And- uh, and so it was great. You're right. It was a great moving experience. And I think it. And on time, right? I mean, they oh said. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is. That is. Unusual. That doesn't happen here. Yeah. We got, no. I mean, two things, right? So, so far, our stuff arrived exactly when they said they it would. And we got a. And we got a dryer. Yeah. Well, no, that. A clothes dryer. <laughs> yeah. I take that back. <laughs> No, it came the right day. It just didn't come the right in the morning. Oh, okay. No, it's it was it's it's uh, and having the stuff really is good. It's starting. It feels oh, yeah. It, psychologically, it's really helpful to sit in chairs that we sat in, you know, yeah. before and. Um, I mean, I have a table that you know has been to a couple of different places I've lived. Yeah. We have a few things from the flat in St. Louis. I mean, it's just just you know, it's it's, just it's nice. kind of it's, it's just. Mixing bowls that we used that we used to make dough for bread and yeah. the and the old silverware and some glasses and you know a cut chair or two uh, that stuff it makes it um, it really does it really does help uh, so that was so that was a great that was a great experience and now we're, we're still um, unpacking though. we're still unpacking and uh, have made a couple <laughs> of trips to uh, to IKEA mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right so so we're getting there and yes. slowly slowly slowly. Yes. Uh, everything's kind of coming together. Yeah. Okay, Gina. Yes. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> let's what talk should have ab- been a simple purchase. Let's talk about purchasing the Subaru. Okay. You're right. So we went. Uh, Pietro has been. I, I don't. Even, can't even verbalize. Pietro, our friend, who who we met um, to sort of oversee the vineyard, uh, has become a very good friend. And he he went with us to negotiate to look at the car and the other cars, and then to ne- sort of do the negotiations around purchasing it. We found a car we really liked, mm-hmm. a Subaru Forester, and um, we decided to buy it. So we had a a. Uh, <laughs> a check cut and all that kind of stuff and went down. Successfully by ourselves. Yep. Right. And there's a few things we've been able to accomplish yep. by ourselves. We're getting there. So we're um, just going to the bank. But this is one we couldn't have accomplished by ourselves. And I'm not sure we could have accomplished it with um, with uh, any uh, – it took some. It took a very special person, I think, to get this mm-hmm. thing done. Mm-hmm. So we went there uh, and there was um, no problem. Our, our little uh, Sochita. Yes. Semplici. Mm-hmm. Semplice. Semplice. 
I don't know, something like that. Uh, a simple society uh, purchased it uh, rather than ourselves, which has some tax advantages and it's appropriate given the farm uh, activities. So, Phil, that much we took our, uh, we brought our passports and our the this copies. This was of on our, Monday of yeah, last week. Last week, right? Uh, brought our passports and the copies of our uh, receipts from the application for the Promesso, Promessi di Sojourno and uh, all the stuff around the farm, all kinds of paperwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went through all that stuff. And uh, we were supposed to come back on Tuesday to pick the car up. Pick the car up, right? Pietro looked at us and said. Uh, do you really want to pick up the car on Tuesday? We were there on Monday, and we're saying, yeah, of course we do. And he kind of looked, and he said, um, there's uh, a superstition. He mm-hmm. admitted it. It was a superstition not to do anything new on Tuesdays or Fridays. Fridays. Mm-hmm. And we said, well, we don't really have that superstition. And he said, I know, and if you really want to do it, we'll do it. But if it were me, and then he kind of, it. It, well, he just kind of made these big eyes. Like, if it were me... <laughs> so we said, okay, we'll wait till Wednesday then, uh, which was fine because there was no no big rush. We had plenty of other stuff to but do. But his two children and he no. were all born on Tuesday. Yes, born on right. Tuesdays. Right. So, uh, so I no comment but, on what he what yes. that means. Um, Can you scoot over just a smidge? Yeah. Buttercup is now on the couch. Okay. And when Buttercup wants her way, she gets her way. I wonder why that is. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so just a short circuit the story here. The problem was. They were looking for us to have our permessi di sojourno, our residency permits, mm-hmm. before buying the car. And we had been told by uh, a, a notary uh, that there's a lot of um, misunderstanding or misperceptions about that requirement, that it's actually not a legal requirement that you be a um, resident of Italy to buy a car. And we even had a, you even had a printout mm-hmm. that said like a that. statute or whatever they call it. I still don't really understand the process. <laughs> there's and there's the car dealership. There's the buyers. That's us. There's an agency that the car dealership uses. The agency talks to the automobile club of Italy, ACI, A-C-I, ACI, and then there's the there's then there's the official government body, which is the motor registration people, uh, and. Apparently, the agency went to Achi in Macerata, mm-hmm. which is where this uh, dealership is in sort of the head of the, the, the capital of the province, Fermo. And uh, Achi said, no, can't do it, must have the the permessi. Mm-hmm. And we showed the paperwork and then, you know, then, then uh, Pietro really got uh, revved up. Mm-hmm. And this became a mission, I would say, for him, thankfully for us. Uh, and we went to Ascoli Piceno. We talked to the motor registration people there. The guy said, you know, I don't see there's a problem at all. I, I don't, you know, I don't have the documents in front of me. But if they are, as you say they are, if the situation is as you explain it to be, there shouldn't be a problem. So then we go over to Achi and Ascoli Piceno. We talk to the director, the director not just of that office but of the entire area. I mean, what was confusing was we we bought it under Tutodopio, which is seated. I mean, it is a legal entity of Italy. It was established in Italy, but they kept going back to you and me, right? Needing the right. the the permessi, and and we kept showing no, we have the receipts. We don't act. I mean, that's as good as we have right now. Well, I found a web page on Achi's uh, site. That said, very specifically, if you're not from the EU and you're buying a new car <laughs> and you don't have your permessi, 
you need to just show a, a form of identity, such as a passport, and the receipts of the application for the permessi. Mm-hmm. And they, there was a lot of discussion. And apparently what happened was somebody made a mistake. The, the, the law is not you know, super-duper clear, and so there's a room for interpretation. Somebody made, I would say, a faulty interpretation in Macerata. And unfortunately, because the agency that was working the problem was not – I would say didn't have the right kind of touch. They just kept pushing, and the more you push, then the more this official, uh, the bureaucrat or whoever it was, in Machara dug in his or her heels, mm-hmm. um, not wanting to be wrong or lose mm-hmm. face. I think that's what happened. So Pietro worked the problem every which way, um, talked to the director. We waited. We applied pressure. We backed off. We went to the police station to get more paperwork. Um, we sort of bombarded them with evidence and legal evidence about who we were and what we had done, uh, things from the Italian consulate. We sent them, and eventually the director of ACI, which which I believe was over the agent or the the office, the ACI office in Macerata, said, "I'll make the decision, uh, but I need this kind of evidence or whatever." And I think what was happening was he was trying to provide a door for the person in Macerata to mm. sort of back out of without losing face. That's my interpretation. But anyway, this whole thing took a really long time. And the clock is ticking because people are headed out on, you know, the 8th is sort of, I, I guess Ferragosto starts on the 15th, right? The orig- yeah, the, the official, I think, is, is the 15th. And historically, but, the entire month has been taken off by Italians. Now it's gotten shorter, shorter, shorter. But... The guy at the uh, the, the car d- dealership was yep. leaving on yep. the eighth. The insurance people were leaving on the eighth. Yep. And then once it's actually released, there's a whole series of events that have to take place <laughs> in lockstep sort of order. So what happens is you get the registration approved. But you got the call from Pietro, Pietro. at four p.m. Yeah. on Friday saying it's going to go. I was yeah, I was sure that the whole thing was uh, was torpedoed, I and we had made another another month in the rental car. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said we got to go, 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 go. So what happens is that the registration information is sent to the dealer. Uh, the dealer then let's see, is this right? <clears throat> No, that's not true. The registration information is sent to the insurance company and to some office somewhere. I still don't really know what it is. It's the agency that was doing the work, in this case, in Grotamare. So we went to the insurance company and paid for the insurance. Mm -hmm. We got the insurance certificate that you must display on the window, on the windshield. We went to the agency to pick up the license plates. Mm-hmm. We went from there up to uh, Sant Elpidio to the dealership to pick up the car, which we successfully picked up. Uh, and then Pietro realized, he looked at the insurance, I don't know why he'd looked at it, but he looked at the paperwork <laughs> and realized that the license plate number on the insurance was bogus. Sbaglia or something like that, you know, incorrect. Uh, so then there was a phone call to the – This is at 6.30. And now people are like checking out and really like packing mm-hmm. their bags and you know leaving. And they had – the insurance company said, we stayed open just for you guys, which was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were gone. They had shut down all the stuff. And so they had to fire back up the computer and they were trying to fax something. Couldn't get their fax machine to work. We've, we've got a car that we own. We've got license plates. <laughs> we've got insurance papers but not – that are not connected to the car because of the – the license plate number is just a phony number that the woman there used to 
um, start the prepared. process. Well, she in- prepared yeah, a quote, yeah, yeah. and so she, that's she was trying to go as quickly as possible and forgot to put in the license plate number. So they couldn't fax it. Pietro said, "Come on, we're going." So we took the car with the bogus insurance thing on it and drove and met the insurance guy on the road right <laughs> right after the toll you know, toll plaza yeah. thing you paid we pulled over he's standing there he had an entire new packet of insurance papers which i signed all over again we swapped everything out and then it was legal and that was around eight o'clock mm-hmm. around eight o'clock on friday night and then uh i we no it's uh, like seven uh, it's close. Oh. To, no, no, you're right. It's around seven. That's right. Pietro's driving the rental car. We drove all the way down to Porto de Ascoli to drop off the rental car. Then I had to take Pietro back to um, to Ofida to get his car. And mm-hmm. it turns out he had two more chores to do oh. before he was going to dinner with his nephews. So this guy, I mean, he is. He really is un. Believable. Yeah, Such a good friend. And I've offered to, you know, Pietro, can we pay you for your time? And yeah. nope. he, no, absolutely not. You would do the same thing if I were in and the He's got a full time job. I hope I do the same full-time thing. Full time plus job. <laughs> anyway, so he's now um, St. Peter. Uh-huh. That's, what, that's Saint what we call him. And the car is a miracle, I would say. Yeah. It's a and fantastic it's beautiful, car. Beautiful, and the girls love it. And Plenty of room for the dogs. We've been to we were Ikea. We're concerned about size, right? And I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's big. It's big. Um, it, the parking is a little bit more challenging, and, but it's got well, a nice. up and down the high, driveway. It's great. It's a perfect car for us. Mm-hmm. And we've made a couple of trips to Ikea already, uh-huh. back to back trips. Um, to get uh, storage units, and it's great. We can haul a lot of stuff. And so, Pietro, I can't say enough. I can't – I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm not sure how to thank you, but um, we couldn't have done it without without Pietro. And it just explains – you know, you need – when you move to a place like this, you need somebody um, who's willing to help you. And sometimes the level of help required is, um, is over the top. And I said to Pietro, you know, we couldn't have done it without. He said, "Oh no, you could have gotten it done. It just would have taken a month or two." Yeah. Which is probably which is probably right. But yeah. that that, you know, that's a big difference in terms of being able to get stuff get stuff done. So thank you, Pietro. Yes. Okay, that's it, baby. So, so this first month, right? We accomplished internet, a car, our stuff came. Phones. Phones. A uh, mailbox. A mailbox. Uh, we got a few more things to do. We got to go register the dogs. We have to register the dogs. Swing by the post office. Yeah. And, uh, Buttercup. Oh my God! What is all over your face, Gigi? <laughs> that's Buttercup farm dog. is getting her playground this week, right? Francesco's yep. going to come and put a playground in for you. We've got to uh, go register with the health department mm-hmm. or the health insurance plan people. Pick a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, pick a doctor from two. <laughs> pick a doctor from two. You can have one. I'll have the other. Uh, and uh, but we're get we're getting there. I think I think um, we have people coming over hopefully this week because they're they're now off for the month, right? So yeah, we're have, gonna have a big pizza party. Yeah, we've, and um, I was thinking about that when I was waking up this morning about should we do one more practice run before they come over, or is just that do uh, just do it? Um, so anyway, we're in the swing of things. Uh, in terms of like being retired, I'm not really feeling it yet. 
Are you? No. We're I doing don't. a little a little work on the side, but mostly we're getting we're we spend every day, all day getting stuff getting stuff or getting stuff set up or, you know, we take the dogs down to the sea. Yeah. For for a yeah. walk every every other day every day something like that. Yeah. Um, but I'd say we're doing. I think we're doing okay. Uh, there have been a lot of questions. I've gotten questions from um, on Facebook and uh, et cetera about the about the vineyard. People are really interested in the vineyard, and I am too. I have no idea <laughs> what's going on. It looks stunning right now, right? Yeah, they and just um, they just cleared they came the with the tractor um, and cleared the rows. Cle- cleared the rows and cleared around the olive trees and everything. It's it looks so like a beautiful. Looks like a real vineyard. This year is going to be tough. It's going to be yeah. tough for everybody because of the weather. And we were already, um, you know, the yield was going to be pretty low because this is just the third year. It's really kind of two and a half years. They planted mm-hmm. them sort of late the first year. And uh, so Pietra yeah. said, don't expect, don't expect too much of a yield. Everything looks great. I mean, the plants look fantastic. But I don't really know, um, I don't really know enough to tell you anything other than this is a learning process. I think the real work is going to come after the harvest uh, in the winter around November, around November, December. When Chris when, and Andrew are here. <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> may, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. There's a lot of pruning, which Pietro said is not very difficult. He said, I can, I can show you in about five or ten minutes what you have to do. And then it's three acres of pruning by hand. And yeah. um, Pietro is very aggressive about getting help for us with weeding and w- with mm-hmm. the treatments, the tractor stuff we can't do because it's too, too steep and very dangerous. Um, there's only a couple of people, maybe one, who's, um, you know, sort of, has the knowledge and skill to get up and down the um, the vineyard in the tractor, uh, weeding, uh, harvesting, all that kind of stuff, uh, treatments. That's all we all have help with. But pruning, he said, it's like that's you your job. That. Yeah, bundle up because it's going to be cold and the days are short. You don't have a lot of light. It, you just be doing it for a week or something like that. So, um, so. Uh, I'm not holding back anything. It's it's very you know it seems like a very romantic idea, but but this is something you got to just do in um, in stages. And I uh, Pietro said he will take me to a bunch of different vineyards so we can see how the different um, trellising systems oh, and you were uh, supposed to go to the bottling on Friday. Oh yeah, shoot, I forgot. Oh, mm, I was supposed to be at a vineyard to watch the bottling. Shoot, I'll have to send I'll have to send uh, send Paolo a note. Oh. Anyways, there's there'll be more of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, so that's the late that so that's that's the that's the deal with the vineyard. We'll keep you guys posted. It'll be a few years before we see any olives. Um, so not much going on there. Ditto the, the due to the fruit trees. Like, I mean, they look a little bigger from here. It's great. Now they got it cleaned out. Yeah. You can see the trees for the weeds or whatever. <laughs> okay, baby, Gina, let's right. take us the, the, give them the details, give them the the digits, the whatevers. So if you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at tutodopio.com. That's T-U-T-T. No, that's the website. Oh, you can send us an email. At tutodopio at gmail.com. You can visit us online at tutodopio.com, T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O.com. Or like us on Facebook. You've been putting pictures up. Yep. I don't remember the fa- Tutodopio Farm, yes. I believe, is how you find us on Facebook. Or you can look for Bob Neese, and um, uh, I'll get you to the farm Okay. on Facebook. Twitter, I've been doing some tweeting, but not a lot. Tuto underscore Dopio is the handle. 
And if you like the podcast, please go on to iTunes and uh, give us a rating or give us a review. It helps other people find the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, hopefully the next episode will be completely unpacked and we'll have our you know, sort of our more formal equipment mm-hmm. um, and the sound quality will be a little better. The and content will be, will be so just long-winded. as <laughs> No, it the content really long-winded. The content will be just as dorky. Uh, but at any rate, we miss you guys. Send us an email. Uh, come visit us if you'd like. Uh, we'll have a little music here going out. I'm not sure what it'll be. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. Gina in Boca Alupo. Oh, wait. You have a new office. You didn't even say anything. We have a new office for you to do all your little digital stuff. I have a new office, <laughs> which is great. It's really nice. Gina <laughs> okay. in Boca Alupo. <laughs> Wait a second. You just said it's all long-winded. I we know, get at the very know, end, uh, goodbye, and like, it's like, oh, oh yeah, you, you I forgot know, to but go. I'm reflecting the, back on on what we've accomplished, and I, I don't want this to sound like, oh God, they just went on and on and complained, and but it's been. But it does. But we did go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my stars! Okay, crappy alupo. No, let me try again. Okay, <laughs> Gina yeah. in Boca Alupo. Ciao, baby. Ciao, 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 ciao. The sky is kind of blue, but then again it's gray. And I've been missing you since you sent me away. It's just another day. Seems like they're all the same. an opening If touch can be so sweet What about these songs that sing Why must we still repeat My baby don't want me Why that is I got no clue I'm just sitting here Welcome to the Tuto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who, what did we do?